0: Well, please remain standing for our scripture reading. Psalm 23. A psalm that as a child I heard so many times it became old and tiresome. But as I've gotten older, it's become fresh and new. And I've come to appreciate Psalm 23 so much. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures, He leads me beside still waters. all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You may be seated. Now I'd like you to join me in a prayer of invocation. Bow your heads, please. Father, you fill the world with good, with beautiful things. For the birds that fly in mid-heaven, for the flowers that bloom from the ground, we recognize your wisdom, your power, your grace, that you continue to shower upon a world that is in rebellion against you, that we live in a world of sin and death. We thank you, Lord God, that there are lighthouses in this world, churches that preach the truth from your word where we can learn about the meaning of life, the meaning of death, why the world is the way that it is, and what your plan is as the Creator and the Redeemer in order to bring this world out of the darkness and into all of the beautiful glory that is a reflection of your own character and perfection. Father, so we gather here today in the name of Jesus Christ to bid farewell to one of your daughters, one that you adopted into your family through faith in Jesus Christ many decades ago, and whose light shone towards her family, towards her friends, to her churches, to her neighbors, very brightly. And we thank you for the privilege of knowing and being blessed by your daughter, Joyce. Be with us as we remember. Be with us as we grieve. Be with us as we laugh and rejoice. Be with us as we see old friends that we haven't seen, as many have traveled to come and be together. Father, we pray that you would continue to be merciful and gracious towards us on this special day of remembrance and farewell. Amen. Dan and Deb, please come forward. And the songs that have been selected today were selected by Joyce and being sung by the Badirs who were neighbors and church friends and almost adopted family of the wonderful lady that we're here to remember.
1: I hear the rolling thunder Thy power throughout The universe displayed When through the woods And forest glades I wander And hear the birds sing Sweetly in the trees When I look down From lofty mountain grandeur, and hear the brook, and feel the gentle breeze, then sings my soul, my Savior God, to Thee, how great Thou art, how great Thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to Thee. How great Thou art, how great Thou art. And when I think that God, His Son not sparing, send Him to die, I scarce can take it in. That on the cross my burden gladly bearing, He bled and died to take away my sin. When Christ shall come with shout of acclamation and take me home, what joy shall fill my heart? Then I shall bow in humble adoration and there proclaim, My God, how great Thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to Thee. How great Thou art. How great Thou art.
0: At this time, I would like to read the obituary. It gives us an opportunity to get the big picture of Joyce's life. Joyce Rosa Ross was born on January 17, 1932, in Ransom, Kansas. She passed away at the age of 91 on August 4, 2023. Joyce was the daughter of John and Carrie Yost, Following high school graduation in Wakini, Kansas, Joyce attended Fort Hayes State College for two years. It was there, in Hayes, Kansas, where she met her future husband, William M. Ross, Bill. They married on January 27, 1952, and they were married for 61 years before his passing in 2013. All five children were born in Hayes, Kansas, but in 1969, the family moved to Lincoln, Nebraska. Those years, Joyce enjoyed being the devoted wife and mother that she was, and then got to be the joy of being a grandmother and a great-grandmother. She enjoyed reading her Bible, teaching Sunday school, leading Bible studies, and hosting international students. Joyce was a fantastic cook, as everyone in our church can testify, and enjoyed sharing food with friends and family. She loved to travel. She visited all 50 states, how many of you can say that, and also went to various countries in Europe with several trips to Israel. She loved painting, China painting, and oil painting, researching family history, and tending her flower garden. She is survived by four daughters and one son, daughters Karen Stanley of Lincoln, Gloria Sterrud with her husband Dan from Northfield, Minnesota, Sandra Anderson and her husband James who live in Melbourne, Florida, Catherine Ross of Reseda, California, and her son William with his wife Lisa of Eagle, Nebraska. The grandchildren... Abigail and Brian Stanley, Erica Sterud, Aaron Anderson, and Greg Anderson, married to Beebe, Tyler and Caleb, married to Corin, and Zachary, with his wife Lindsay, all of the Ross name, Melanie and Courtney Case, and the great-grandchildren, Nolan and Belle Stanley, Jacob Daniel Sterud, Jillian and Isaac Anderson, Emmy and Ellie Ross. Joyce was preceded in death by her husband, one granddaughter, Melissa Case, one brother, and two sisters. Well, Joyce loved to sing as well, and now it's our opportunity to sing. I'd like you to stand together. If you are familiar with this song, please feel welcome to join us. The words are here on the screen. Wonderful, merciful Savior, we'll sing as a congregation. Please stand.
2: Wonderful, merciful Savior, Precious Redeemer and Friend Who would have thought that a lamb could Rescue the souls of men Oh, you rescued the souls of men You are the one that we pray adore you give the healing and grace our hearts always hunger for oh our hearts always hunger for counselor comforter keep we long to embrace You offer hope when our hearts have Hopelessly lost the way Oh, we hopelessly lost the way You are the one that we pray are the one we told You give the healing and grace our hearts always hunger for. Oh, our hearts always hunger for. Almighty in Father, faithfully loving your own, here in our weakness you follow. The one that we praise, you are the one we adore. You give the healing and grace, our hearts always hunger for. Oh, our hearts always hunger. That we praise, You are the one we adore. You give the healing and grace our hearts always hunger for. Oh, our hearts always hunger.
0: Thank you. You may be seated. May the healing and grace that your heart hungers for be with you today from the source of all comfort, the God who has created us and the God who dearly loves his creation. It's my privilege to share the message from God's word as well as a little bit more about Joyce's life. You see, the verse that I've selected here as the theme of the message today is Rejoice in the Lord. And that's in Philippians chapter 4, verse 4. And in fact, not just there, but several times in the book, Paul repeats that wonderful command to rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. The human heart is an amazing thing, able to contain great sorrow and great joy simultaneously. And so today is a day where There's nothing wrong with shedding tears. Whether you're a man, whether you're a woman, whether you're a child, it's good to have emotions. And it's good to allow our emotions to be expressed. Hopefully you've got close friends, close family, that you can show your heart to, that you can be yourself. don't have to hold back or put on a front, but that you're able to get the healing and the grace that God provides, often through the friends and the family that he surrounds us with. And so I want us to rejoice even on a day of sorrow because we have reason for rejoicing. Many people think of Christianity as just another story, another myth that people comfort themselves with because we need some kind of answers. Well, it's true that we do need some kind of answers. And it's also true that there is an answer. There is a comfort. That is not something that is made up not something that is just a a figment of our imagination that we can hold on to and that's ours personally, but there is an anchor of the soul. There's a truth outside of our own mind and our own creation, and that truth is found in God himself. And that's what Paul knew as he was writing to the church in Philippi and told them to rejoice in the Lord. He is real. He is a person. You can know him. As we think about rejoicing in the Lord, I want to think about Joyce's joy. As I mentioned to the family downstairs, every time Joyce would come into our church, you could feel joy entering the building, joyful Joyce. And as you think about the joy that was evident in your mother and grandmother and great-grandmother's life, recognize that a lot of that joy came from the joy of just living. Every once in a while, you'll meet someone who's very sad and depressed and very different from the way that Joyce was. And and what you want to tell someone like that is that you're not tired of living, you're tired of dying. Because it's not life that brings sorrow, it's all of the sin and the death that is in the world that brings sorrow. And death can happen not just in our physical bodies, but, but in our hearts. Back in Genesis, God told Adam and Eve, the day that you eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you will surely die. Well, it was 900 years before Adam and Eve physically died. But the word of God was still true, that there was a a spiritual death, a death in the heart, that took place when sin entered into creation. But putting aside sin for a moment, and death, let's remember what life is. What God has created us to enjoy. Go again, back all the way to Genesis. And what did God create? He created a man and a woman. And he created the love that was to exist in marriage. And he created the children who came from that marriage. And I look out on the family of Joyce and Bill Ross today and I see the fruit of their love and the blessing of God and the joy of life. You saw the pictures earlier on the screen. You saw Joyce when she was a little child with her parents. Sadly, she lost her father very young, but so much joy still in the midst of sorrows, in the midst of death, in the midst of sin, so much of life God still has for us here to enjoy. And you all got to enjoy that with Joyce, and, and we also got to enjoy that with Joyce week by week when she would have us in her home and when she would come here and, and meet with the family of God. You know, God creates good things, family, food, food flowers, friends, and art. I couldn't think of a word for art that started with F. Flourishes. Joyce enjoyed all of those things. She enjoyed life. However, as I mentioned, there is such a thing as death, and there is such a thing as sorrow, and the enemy of life is death. And we're here, and, and we can see in front of us that, that death is real, and we can feel and it it doesn't bring joy. And that's why Joyce's joy was not just based upon the joy of life, but it was also based on the joy of salvation. A year ago, we had a 90th birthday party here in our church for Joyce. It was downstairs in the basement. Some of Joyce's dear friends in the church put it together and we all got to eat with her and laugh with her and we got to listen to her share a message to us as her church family about what she had learned in the last 90 years and what she wanted to pass on to us. We recorded that and I was able to listen to it again this week and, and I, I'd like to share with you a little bit of what Joyce shared with us a year and a half ago. Seems like yesterday. Well, Joyce told us that She grew up in a church that was very much like this one, a little white church. And she said, well, the only difference was it didn't have a basement. They had the clock on the wall. They had Bible verses on the wall. And they had a pastor that loved to teach the Bible. And they had Sunday school classes for the children where they loved to read the Bible. She said, we didn't have much. We were dirt poor. And the church didn't have much. They had a few books, and they had a Bible. So they read us the Bible in Sunday school. And Joyce said, You should start reading Bible stories to your children when they're young. Because, Joyce said, I believe that is what God used in my life a lot that I didn't even realize until I had gotten much older. Now years later, those seeds of God's word in Sunday school and God's word in the church that were planted in her heart did grow and blossom and flourish. She became a believer while she was attending Waverly United Methodist Church. And she was so joyful that she became born again and that she understood the forgiveness of sins and she went to her pastor and and told him about it and he said, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Because he wasn't born again. And sadly, there's a lot of churches that are like that. But Joyce went to Rosemont Alliance Church and got strong in her faith and over the years she blessed many different churches. Indian Hills Community Church in Lincoln, Grace Community Church, Faith Bible Church, and then finally, like I said, about 10 years ago, we were blessed to have her move to our congregation. And Joyce was the kind of Christian whom a pastor feels honored to have in the congregation. Like, if she's here, I must be doing something right. (laughs) The joy of salvation is the joy of knowing God. As I said before, God is real. He's a person, and you can know him. Many people talk about God, but eternal life is knowing God. There's a big difference between knowing someone and knowing about them. You could wander in here the service this morning and hear wonderful things about this person that we're celebrating, but unless you met her, unless you knew her, you'd only know about her. You wouldn't know her. And that's Joyce's joy, is that she knew God. She didn't just know about God. She had that personal relationship with him. When Jesus was asked, what's the greatest commandment in all of the Bible? He said, to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, with all your strength and with all your might. That is the greatest commandment. And the second is like it, to love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments, Jesus said, hang all of the law and all of the prophets Now I'd like you to think with me for just a moment about what does it mean to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your mind, with all of your soul, and with all of your strength. And how many of us can honestly say that we've done that? Well, I'm a pastor and I've been a Christian since I was a little child, but I can't tell you that I have loved God, or even right now, that I do love God with all of my heart. And so this is a, a very high standard. Who could live up to a standard like that? You know, Jesus said some pretty shocking things. In Matthew chapter 10, Jesus said this, Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Who could say something like that? You'd have to be a madman to go around telling people that you have to love me more than you love your father and mother. You have to love me more than you love your son or your daughter. But Jesus was not a madman, but he was more than a man. Jesus said, he who has seen me has seen the Father. I and the Father are one. And so the message of Jesus is not different from the message of Moses. Moses, speaking by the word of the Lord, said that you need to love the Lord your God with all of your heart. Translated, that means you need to love your Lord your God more than you love your mother, more than you love your child, more than you love even your own life. And how many of us can say that we've done that? Well, that's why the message of the cross is central in the Christian church. Because Jesus Christ taught and we know that no one can do this and that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and that the only way for us to be able to live up to God's standard is if he does it for us only God is able to give us this kind of righteousness and that gift is available for everyone it doesn't matter who you are or what you've done how you've grown up it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman rich or poor The grace of God is proclaimed for every person in the world, that whosoever will may receive eternal life as a gift from God. That was the explosion in Joyce's heart and mind that gave her the joy of salvation that many Christians just do not understand. But that's the message that I'm sharing with you today and that Joyce shared with many throughout her life, and that was the source of her joy. Rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord in the life that he gives us, family, friends, food. Rejoice in the salvation that he has provided for us, eternal life, the knowledge of God, forgiveness of sins through his cross and through his resurrection. You know, as Joyce shared her love for the Lord, she touched many, many people, not just in Nebraska, but around the world. I was told this week about the last conversation that she had with a, a young man from China who was with us a number of years ago. Jeff is his English name. And as Jeff was here staying with Joyce in her home, they formed a, a special friendship, as you can imagine. And as Jeff was speaking with Joyce, as she was in her last days and getting to the point where she knew the Lord was calling her home, Jeff said, If you would, I would really appreciate it if you could tell her family for me that I felt very lucky to have stayed with her the first time I came to America. She was the one who led me to the Lord for the first time. She made it possible for me to find peace whenever I needed it all these years and the years ahead. I promise her that I will keep walking with the Lord. I can still see Jeff's face, although I'm sure it's changed. It's been several years. Boys don't stay the same. But that's the joy of salvation, and she passed it on. But it doesn't end there. Joyce's joy is also the joy of hope. In Philippians chapter 1, verse 23, the Apostle Paul said, My desire is to depart and be with Christ, for that is very much better. And you know that Joyce for some time has had the desire to depart and be with the Lord. For our sake, she was able to stay with us until just recently. But for her sake, we're thankful that the hope that God planted in her soul decades ago is now in full bloom because she has seen the one that she has loved for so long. The Bible says we do not see him now, but we love him. And when we see him, we shall be like him because we'll see him face to face. Well, I love him. I'm looking forward to seeing him. But I'm glad that I can be here with you today and I'm glad that I can be here with my family. And I'm glad that I can share, once again, for all of us, the message of eternal life and the source of joy that overcomes sin and death. If you have any questions about the message of Jesus Christ, what Joyce believed, what our church preaches, we just try to preach what the Bible says you have any questions about that, please don't hesitate to ask me or one of the other church members here. We would love to share more. But I want to end with that thought that we began with this morning from Psalm 23. The joy of hope that was so beautifully expressed by David when he said, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Can you picture Joy saying that? Goodness and mercy followed her all the days of her life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Indeed. Debby would you come up once again? We are going to hear, as a song of response, Amazing Grace.
3: Amazing Grace How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me I once was lost, but now I am found, was blind but now I see 'twas grace that taught my heart to fear. And grace, all of my fears relieved. How precious did that grace appear, the hour that I first believed. Through many dangers, toils and snares, I have already come. Tis grace hath brought me safe thus far, and grace will lead me home. When we've in their 10,000 years bright shining as the sun, we've no less days to sing God's praise than when, than when we first began. Amen.
0: Well, I would like to invite each of you to the luncheon that is following this service. It's not going to be downstairs. It's going to be down the street at the Firth Community Center. The Firth Community Center is at 311 Nimaha. It's the last building on the corner as you just head down the main street here in Firth by the park. So we'll dismiss after a word of prayer and you can greet one another here you can stay here as long as you like, and then make your way down to the luncheon at the community center. And then at two o'clock is the burial at Fairview in Lincoln, Nebraska. Well, thank you for being here, and remember that one of the greatest blessings on a day like this is being together. So be free to encourage and greet and enjoy one another's company be free to share stories and to laugh and cry together. That's why we do this, is so that we can get together with everyone who is special in Joyce's circle. Would you bow your heads with me for a closing word of prayer? Father, on behalf of all who are here, I thank you for the message of life, the gospel of your son, Jesus Christ which is the truth, which is the hope for all who are in the world. Father, I also want to thank you on behalf of all who are here for your creation through your providential means of Joyce's life. I thank you for her 91 years. Thank you for her childhood. Thank you for her church and those Sunday school teachers who taught her the Word of God Thank you for her husband. Thank you for her children. Thank you for her grandchildren and that she lived to be able to to see and hold and love her great-grandchildren. Thank you for giving us so many years with Joyce and with Bill as he had a a good long life among his family and friends and neighbors. Father, we overflow with thanksgiving even in the midst of sorrow because we know that Joyce is is with you, and that her joy is not ended, but has entered a a whole new realm. Father, may each one of us join her in your presence through faith in Jesus Christ someday. Bless us as we drive, bless us as we eat, bless us as we fellowship with blessings that we don't deserve, but we look to you. From your hand comes every good and perfect gift. And we give you thanks for it in Jesus' name. Amen. As the final words, I'd like to leave you with the final words that Joyce had for us at her 90th birthday party last year. She said, okay, have a great day. I love you.